Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Today's program was brought to you by Bonnie Plants. BonniePlants.com. I'm Linda Palaccio, host of A Taste of the Past. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, my boyfriend barfed in my handbag, and other things you can't ask Martha. My weekly column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Deadspin.com, and my guest today is Jen Dahl. Jen is the author of Save the Date, The Occasional Mortifications of a Serial Wedding Guest. And today we will be talking about packing strategies, doing laundry on the road, and suitcase disasters, which is perfect timing as we just got through the Memorial Day weekend and are heading into the summer travel season. Welcome, Jen. Hi. Hi. I'm super <laughs> excited to have you. Thank so, you. Um, before we get, we have some, we have some kind of gory reader questions today, which I'm very, very <laughs> excited about because I like the gory questions. Um, but before we get into it, I want to ask you about how you are as a packer because you know, you know, your book is a memoir about attending many, many, many weddings over many, many, many years, which means a lot of travel. Right. And we're heading into wedding season now because we're post past Memorial Day. Um, and I know some people are like, the super organized packers who have like their written list and like they have folding <laughs> strategies and techniques. And then other people are just like morning of dump everything into a tote bag and like run. Yeah. I feel like everything I'm going to say to you today, you're going to be like, you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like it when people are disgusting because you can fix me. I can fix. Well, you don't need fixing. You're, you're perfect the way you are, Jen. Um, but no, I like it when people are disgusting because that means that I have five questions to it's answer. True. For I people. need you. <laughs> yeah, I like being needed. I feel like I've gotten better over the years, but I definitely don't have any organized packing routine. Okay. Um, usually what I'll do, because there was a phase in my 20s when I would wake up late for my flight and have to rush to the airport, oh God. I now throw things in a bag at least like the night before. Okay. But I don't really know how to organize what I'm bringing, you know, because I just think, well, on the day that I wake up, I may want to wear this dress or I may want to wear this or I may want these shoes. And what if it rains? Are you an overpacker? Yes. It sounds like you're an overpacker. Yeah. So I bring yeah. like everything possible yeah. like, from sweatshirts to, you know, ball gowns. Yeah. You're like Teresa Judice. Yeah. Like you go to. Except that I don't have giant. Well, except you're not in prison. Louis Vuitton <laughs> luggage being dragged behind. Yeah. And I'm not in prison. Right. Also that. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always laugh. There's. I, so I'm like a huge Real Housewives of New Jersey aficionado. And there are, there are always these scenes where they do their like annual trip that's a total put on by Bravo. Right. And, and Teresa Judice inevitably shows up with like, you know, six pieces of luggage for a three day sojourns right. to Atlantic City. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I miss those. I mean, wouldn't you have liked to be on a cruise back in the 50s or something where you would 
I don't want to be on a cruise at all. No. <laughs> Oh, trunks, I don't have that. These yeah, giant the trunks, trunks and being carried by some handsome boy. Uh, I, I don't know that I would like that. I think I, I <laughs> uh, first of all, I definitely wouldn't like being on a cruise because I would get, I'd be claustrophobic. Yeah, that's true. And they're dirty. Uh, right? And they're, and so dirty. Um, and also, I don't know that I'd like to see that much control. Yeah. I, you know, it will surprise yeah. you and our listeners not to learn that I'm a little bit of a control freak. <laughs> I mean, the cleaning thing entirely just stems out of, my need for control yeah it's a totally a control mechanism like some people use eating some people use eating in a negative way i use cleaning I which i smart though. feel like well it's like you know by as as far as like weird mental things are gonna it's, go this is like a, not a bad one to have right my house is very clean it's like being addicted to chapstick or something I feel like it's better than being addicted, addicted to chapstick. <laughs> like addicted to chapstick is like that's like a terrible way to go through life, just perpetually like dry and cr- but craving. Better the than being addicted to you know something that's really harmful. True, that's cleaning true. is actually positive. So right there yeah. you go, there you go. Maybe being addicted to drinking water. Yes, that would be another good positive one. I'm definitely not that. Definitely not. <laughs> um, so I think we we have two really good reader questions. And so I want to make sure we get to both of them. Um, le- I'm going to have Jen read the first one, um, which I guess I'm going to give you a little spoiler, um, which is to tell you that this was a person who emailed me and I wrote, it was such a good question um, that, that she thought was like, a very specific one and I actually felt had broader implications. Um, and so I emailed her back. I don't, you know, unfortunately I don't get time to email everybody back who emails me, but I did email this one girl back and she sent like a super nice response saying, thank you. And then about six months later, she sent another follow-up email to tell me that the advice I had given her was absolutely the right advice and it totally worked. And all of this is going to make a lot more sense when you hear Jen read the question. And then I'm going to tell you what my advice was. So <laughs> here is here is question number one. All right. Question one from reader. Should I say her name? Yes, you Stacey. can say her. Reader Stacy. Hi, yeah. Stacy. <laughs> Dear clean person. This is our role play, Jen. Dear clean person. <laughs> I will shortly be leaving on a trip for two and a half months, during which I will be in the desert in Africa. I am so serious, with no access to a washing machine. I will have a bucket and water. Generally, the other times I've gone longer than a few weeks with only hand-washing my underwear, I get yeast infections, even when I use boiling water and scrub till my hands rot. Yikes. Um, (laughs) Yes, don't do that. They're simple cotton panties, nothing fancy or delicate. I also have to bring all of my washing powder soap from the U.S., as I can't buy it there. What do you recommend? Is there a way to keep my undies clean and germ-free that's also easily transportable? So, yes. Yes, sir. Yes, there is. So I have a, I, um, I'll tell you what I told Reader Stacy, um, which is two, two separate things, um, but that are both related to one thing, which is the laundry detergent. So what I suspected was happening with her getting yeast infections, um, and this is also just true of, you know, itch, vaginal itchiness, like we, you know, look, let, let's get real. We can say vaginal itchiness. Like this is a thing that happens. Vaginal Yeast, itchiness. Yes. Yeah. We should be comfortable with saying <laughs> that this is a, a terrible affliction that we suffer from as women. So there's, there's that. There's also obviously yeast infections. Some women are more prone than others. Um, I, you know, but here, TMI, I am blessedly not super prone to yeast infections. 
So, but I have had them because I'm a woman. Yeah, and I everyone has. think everyone has had them and they're, they're ghastly. And I can't imagine that they would be any more pleasant in the Sudan than they are <laughs> here in the States. Um, so anyway, so what I thought was going on um, were two things that had to do with her laundry detergent. The first was that I think she's using a laundry detergent that's causing irritation. And so what I recommended to her was that she be on the lookout for um, one of those free and clear type, mm-hmm. you know, no dyeing, no scents. Um, I recommended Arm & Hammer makes a really good one. Uh, Tide, which is an excellent laundry detergent. You know, Tide is the laundry detergent that always is ranked best detergent by, like, consumer reports and good housekeeping mm-hmm. and the sweet home and, you know, all those the places that do those heavy-duty testing. Mm-hmm. Um, they love Tide. So, but Tide, I have noticed with the, the standard formula that some people do report that they have a little allergy to that. Um, but the free and clear version that Tide offers, and I think they actually make like several iterations of free and clear. Um, I don't know how that works, but <laughs> free or clear, yeah, free, free and clear, exactly. <laughs> free the clear, clear um, seven. Um, that those are good detergents to pick up, and that that will probably help. The other thing that I think she was doing is that I think she was using too much detergent, mm-hmm. and I think that by dint of using too much detergent, especially in a hand washing situation. It was not all getting rinsed out, and the soap residue was causing her her problems. So I suggested um, a, a little bit of a technique with her bucket of water, which was to dissolve the detergent very, very well, first of all, into her washing water, to put her clothes in, swirl them around to sort of create um, like the, an agitation situation like you would get in a washing machine (laughs) then let them soak for a little bit then take them out dump the wash water refill the bucket with clean water let the underwear soak in clean water dump that and then do a rinse so sort of a two rinse cycle to get the soap out um and then she asked about you know which sort of type of detergent would be better liquid or powder. And what I said was for travel was to go with powder because you are much less likely to have a leak than you are Mm -hmm. with liquid. It's also, um, it also takes up less room, Mm -hmm. right? A a dose of liquid is, is bigger in volume than a dose of powder. Um, it just, the only thing you need to watch out for with the, the powder is that you do dissolve it very well in the, Mm -hmm. in the washing water. So in any event, so that's what I told her. And in terms of carrying it, I, I suggested decanting the powder into a plastic jar with a very, very tight screw on lid um, so that she had like an easy travel thing that wouldn't explode, uh, which we're going to talk about explosions uh, in our second <laughs> segment. Um, so that was what happened. And so now you all already know, because I, I spoiled my, I stepped on my own punchline and told you that Stacy wrote back um, a couple months after returning and said that she, except for when she first arrived, she had no problems with yeast infections or kind of vaginal itchiness or anything like that. And she thinks that the reason she had it when she first arrived was just due to, like, travel stress, hmm. which is totally true. Like, travel stress does cause yeast infections. Yeah. And being right? on a plane. and Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's just horrible for you. It's crazy yeah. what 
our vaginas are get up to you know <laughs> they're very sensitive they are sensitive they are they react to they, things they really really do uh and on that note i think this is a great time for us <laughs> to take a break we are actually going to come back and talk about something worse maybe than vaginal itchiness uh we'll see about that wait. i'm jolie care i'm here today with jen doll see you in just a sec <laughs> This is Rectech. We'll be right back. be the answer to a better garden? Absolutely. It's the new free app, Homegrown with Bonnie Plants. Note, track, and photograph your garden's progress. Personalize your weather and reminders. Get variety info, grow guides, hands-free dictation, and more. The Homegrown with Bonnie Plants app. The sharpest tool in your garden. Download it free on the App Store. Hey, I'm Jolie Kerr. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. My guest today is Jen Dahl, who has joined me to talk about uh, staying clean while traveling. We just got finished with a very uh, intense discussion of hand-washing underpants and all the things that can go wrong in our <laughs> underpants, <laughs> which is like, a, it's a problem when you're on the road. I mean, if you're traveling ex- extensively, Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. then yeah these are things you have to think about um another thing to think about is the problems that might happen before you begin to travel uh one of which are problems with luggage so um we are going to do another reader question i will tell you that from time to time not not fortunately not too too frequently but from time to time i do get uh blah 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 exploded in my suitcase while I was getting mm-hmm. on the air or while I was on the airplane. Yeah. Um, and, and it, or here's another really common one. Sunscreen exploded in my like backpack that I take to the beach. Mm-hmm. That's a very common one. The mm-hmm. sunscreen explosion. Um, so, uh, you know, everyone, it's like one of those things that when it happens, you know, you like slap yourself on the forehead. Cause you're like, I should have really put that in a Ziploc bag. This right. could have saved me a lot of right. pain and heartache. It's just super annoying, but everyone forgets. Mm-hmm. So after today's episode, no one's going to forget. Okay. Oh, 
come on, get into this. No one's gonna. No forget. one's gonna forget. I'll Everyone's forget. gonna remember to always put their their sunscreen, sunscreen in a bag, in a in a Ziploc bag, or what if your other exploding bag breaks though? Oh my god! I mean, then I've you just, just have bad. Yeah, you've ruined everything. Yeah. Then you just have bad luck. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then you then you should sue Ziploc. <laughs> no, don't sue Ziploc. That's that's, that's a silly thing to do. Um, so yeah, so you know, seal seal things up, um, and even like in um, in your like dop kit, mm-hmm. um, I think that things like it's it's the pop top kind of stuff. Like a lot of sunscreen yeah. has that pop top, and that's one that I find just like as no matter how well you've sealed it or closed it, it's gonna come. It's gonna spring right. open, and then like it's terrible in your dop kit because then like you're. Your deodorant is covered. Yeah, my makeup bag is always disgusting. Yeah, because everything like my compacts come open. It's like coming open yeah. all the time. So that I was going to ask you, like, what do you have? You ever had like bad explosions or? I've had so many bad explosions. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it could refer to anything. Um, no, I've had. I've definitely had things break open in suitcases. Usually, like shampoo squirts everywhere, yes. or um, like. I think there was a time when I accidentally brought an aerosol can on a flight like oh, ages ago, you know, <gasps> um, and then those kind of like bust open and spray everywhere. Ah! I've never had clothes get ruined, but well, that's like, lucky, yeah. definitely the inside of like a dop kit or a makeup bag. Right. was gross. Yeah. It's just like, like yeah. powder all over. Powder you know? all over. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that is actually the perfect lead in to um, our second reader question that's specifically about a suitcase um, and one very, very particular mess that unfortunately I do hear about. This guy is not alone. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about the very specific mess. And then I, if we have time, I will get to what to do about like powder and all of that stuff. Um, so I'm going to have Jen do another dramatic reading of our reader. Are you going to do a male voice for me this time? Yes. Okay. And should I do an accent? Sh- yes, by all means. <laughs> I, lo- I, I like the spirit that you've Wait, brought to today's this? podcast. Okay. Reader Michael. Does he seem British? Sure. No. It's like going to be Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, here's the situation. My wife and I thought it was really cute to let our cat play in our roll-on suitcase. This is for, not- you know where this is going. <laughs> she poked her head out and loves hiding in there. Forward two weeks later, and we smell a rank odor coming from the direction of the suitcase. I nervously smell the suitcase, and voila, cat urine. How do we clean this suitcase? It's so odd-shaped, and we can't stick it in the wash. What do we do? Help! Help. I hear that a lot. I hear just help with exclamation points. Two. All, two in that case. All the time. Yeah, well, I think this situation... It, it's a bad situation. Merited two exclamation points. So, okay. I got a level. The suitcase may be a goner. And it may be a goner for one very specific reason, which is that if the suitcase has a cardboard liner that helps it to retain its structure, it's you you're really never gonna get cat pee out of cardboard. It's just kinda not gonna happen. Um so if it was an inexpensive suitcase, which I'm I'm saying that not because I wanna like be a downer but because i want people to know at the offset before they put time and effort and mo- and maybe money if they have to buy some cleaning supplies before they put it in i want them to balance the value of the suitcase with the time and effort they might spend to try to clean it and if it's a less expensive suitcase it's probably even more likely that that has a cardboard liner mm-hmm. and they may just say you know what we spent 30 or 40 dollars on this we'll pitch it and get a new one and just 
Right. Be be more careful about where the cat goes in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, or donate the that the pee. Don't, donate the cat. Don't donate the cat. Yeah. No, don't <laughs> get rid of the cat for this. I mean, maybe think about it. But uh, no, no. Um, the cat people are going to kill me. Is no, always keep the yeah. cat. Keep the cat. Maybe keep the cat pee suitcase for the cat to continue playing Aww, in. Yeah. Right? You could make a little kitty, like, yeah, sa- kitty, sand- kitty pee house. Sandbox. Yeah. Pee house. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. I mean, that's what they are. They have, right? Well, I mean, that's a litter box is yeah. a kitty pee house. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So anyway, so so I just want to say that at the offset um, before I get into the cleaning instructions. So the, the cleaning instructions, there are kind of three things to do specifically for the cat pee. That also have other applications for things like, you know, if your sunscreen exploded or, you know, you've had like a bottle of fancy olive oil that you were mm-hmm. bringing back from somewhere and that mm-hmm. smashed or something. God, I bottle hope, of I really red hope. wine. I'm always worried about that. <gasps> I mean, just I feel like just ship that. Just ship that. Okay. Don't pack it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It makes me very nervous. Um, of course, <laughs> I live in a constant state of nervousness because <laughs> I'm me. Um Okay, so basically, you don't have to do anything super fancy. What you do need for cat pee specifically is you need a good enzymatic odor neutralizing spray product. Nature's Miracle is probably the most common one that you'll find. Like, I mean, they sell it everywhere from like Walmart to like fancy pet stores. So mm-hmm. that's everywhere. If you don't see Nature's Miracle, you will inevitably at, at pet stores, pet supply stores, see loads of other options. Really, any of them is good. Um, and you also will need a scrub brush. So this is an operation that is best done on like, uh, you know, hardwood or tile floor or outside if you've got space for it. Um, if you're doing it on the, like your kitchen floor, just maybe throw a trash bag down underneath so the floor doesn't get sopping wet. Um, dilute some of the nature's miracle in water, dip the scrub brush in it, kind of shake it off so it's not soaking. And just, you're going to just scrub the inside and Mm -hmm. the outside of the suitcase with the scrub brush and the nature's miracle Mm -hmm. and if it's if it's got a lot of tight corners you might want to do um kind of a narrower scrub brush even a toothbrush would work for this Mm -hmm. um you know a slightly bigger scrub brush is just going to get more surface area faster right um so that should not take that that long maybe maybe 15 minutes that you're going to be scrubbing when you're done scrubbing grab a sponge or a rag and some clean water and just wipe the interior out you know wring the sponge out or the rag out wipe ring right mm-hmm. you know so that you're getting all the residue gone um and then you need to let it air dry dry it with dry towels inside and out just to try to get up as much as you can and you're going to need to let it air dry open you know you want to leave the lid wide open so that everything can air dry really well which leads right into the next thing that you should do um which is if you can put it out in the sunshine right um, the sunshine is going to one help it dry. Obviously, fresh air is going to be helpful for any lingering smells. But actually, sunshine itself is an odor killer. So oh. yeah, I know it's. A, I don't know how or why it works because mm-hmm. um, I'm a clean but person, not, not a humans. science person. No, it makes us smell. Yeah, it makes <laughs> us smell. Um, but yeah, sunshine is an odor neutralizer. So put it out in the sunshine. That will be true of kind of anything. Like if you have broken a perfume bottle in there and the whole thing smells like your perfume Mm -hmm. which may sound nice but in in reality is not nice because it's so overwhelming yeah putting it out in the sunshine will help with that um in the case of the perfume bottle example 
Um, and this is also true of cat pee. One other great odor neutralizer is kitty litter. Oh. Yes. It all comes for it, full circle. It all comes full circle. <laughs> exactly. So, and the reason that it is um, a good odor neutralizer is that generally speaking, it um, kitty litter contains activated charcoal, hmm. which will, will absorb odors. Um, and that's what, I mean, it makes sense that your litter would be an odor absorber because the cats are peeing into it and that's smelly. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you would do is just throw, um, like, I don't know, a couple, cu- like a just cup, don't two fill cup. your suitcase. I mean, it. not, you don't need to fill it up all the way. Like maybe, maybe like, cause then th- the cat will go pee in it again. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. Make sure the cat stays away. Keep the cat away from the suitcase. Like, so, but actually the cat won't see it because what you're going to do is you're going to put like a couple cups, you know, of litter into the suitcase and then you're going to seal it. Mm-hmm. And then when it's sealed, that odor neutralizing, odor absorbing kitty litter is going to do its thing. That's a great thing, not just for the cat bee, but for like the example of, um, you know, a smashed perfume bottle mm-hmm. or, you know, like if you like smashed a bottle of kimchi in your, yeah. which I've heard of someone doing. Whoa. And I sort of think in that case, you should just get rid of the suitcase. Yeah. Um. So that the, the, the thing about the nature's miracle is that that's very specific for cat pee. If you have other kinds of spills, you want to follow that same technique. You just want to change out the cleaning product. Mm-hmm. So a couple of like really common ones are like greasy, oily, like the sunscreen would fall into that, the olive oil broken. Mm-hmm. Um, for that, just a really good dish soap mm-hmm. would be like Dawn is a good grease cutting dish soap. Something like Lest Oil or Pine Sol, even mm-hmm. ammonia um, would be would be good. Um and in the case of powders, which you mentioned, like compacts breaking, um, what you basically want to do is get um, just a damp rag and maybe a little bit of rubbing alcohol if it's something like bronzer or blusher mm-hmm. um, for the staining. And you just want to wipe. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may probably don't even need the scrubbing for the powder. What's going to happen if you add too much water or any kind of cleaning, moist cleaning product into a powder situation is just going to turn to like mock. Yeah. yeah. So stick with something just da- just a wipe damp, you know, damp wiping out of the interior. Uh-huh. Um, so in this case, if his suitcase would have fit in the washing machine, he shouldn't do that anyway. I mean, I, if you ha- okay. if it's like a duffel bag, if it's something that's a soft material, then yeah, by all means, put it in the in the washing machine, cold wash, gentle, air dry. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the case of a suitcase, you've got like hard sides; it's mm-hmm. not going to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really the problem with with yeah. the, the hard sided um, suitcase. But yeah, that's a very good question. If you've got a soft, you know, even canvas can go in just cold water, um, you know, cotton tote bag mm-hmm. or you know, overnight bag like that. Yeah. Those can go right into the, into the machine, just Mm -hmm. gentle cycle, small amount of mild detergent, cold water, Mm -hmm. air dry. You should be good to go. Um, and we should be good to go because we are just about out of time. Um, and so, which means we're ready to get on the road with our very, very clean luggage now. Um, thank you so much to my guest, Jen Dahl for joining me today. Author of save the date. I learned so much. I'm so glad (laughs) I had had a great time. It's always fun to talk to you. And I'm Jolie care author of ask a clean person, which appears on deadspin.com on Wednesdays. Thanks for listening to ask a clean person, the podcast. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. 
You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. You can email us with questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. And the theme song to Ask a Clean Person is also by Rectech. See you guys next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.